Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. It's hour two on this Thursday. We got football tonight. Sort of. And we have postseason baseball. Mariners at the Astros, Guardians at the Yankees, and the Commanders at the Bears. I thought the Bears were favored. Now I just looked, according to DraftKings, the Commanders, minus one. How about the over-under? How many games this season have I said first one to 21 is going to win the game? That might be the case because I think the over-under is around 38 or 39 tonight. Might be the first to 17, if you're going to take the under here. Yes, Paulie? It's the only over-under this weekend that's under 40 points. Yeah, 38 points. The biggest one of the weekend, uh, Bills Chiefs, is 54. Mm. you got to go over there. Okay, better game. Eagles-Cowboys, Bills Chiefs. Better game. Now, Bill's Chiefs might have more attached to it. We may not have Dak there. If I had Dak in this game, then I would say the Eagles and the Cowboys. That'll be Sunday night, and uh, that'll be on NBC. Chris Collinsworth will join us to preview that. I don't believe Dak is going to play. Do you see where Dak was uh, taking some reps, but he was throwing left-handed in practice? Now, I don't know if he's doing that just to kind of goose the media here, but uh, he was uh, throwing left-handed as opposed to right-handed because he still has the injured thumb. Todd with a puzzled look on his face. I like face. to hear Jerry Jones. He's been breaking it down like he's some type of physician. that He's got to be really spinning the ball for us to even to consider putting him out there. And He's basically GM and like some type of neuro doctor all of a sudden. Thank you, Todd. Yeah. Well, it's one of those where you go, uh, I'm not a doctor, but he's playing one on TV. That's Jerry Jones. Metatarsal. <laughs> he can't spin it right now but he will be able to. 
it still makes more sense for Dak. Now, even if he's 100%, do I want to throw him in there against the Eagles, or do I want to wait where we have the Lions and the Bears coming up? I know it's important, but you're going to go against a really good defense here. Now, you can bang your hand against anybody, but I would I would want to wait here. How does the offense change when Dak comes back? That's the question I have for Chris Collinsworth. Does the offense change? Should the offense change? Seems like they got a formula here. Good defense, run the football, and get a couple of plays out of your quarterback. Yeah, Paul. If you were the head coach and the head doctor of the Dallas Cowboys, would you tell Jerry Jones everything knowing that whatever you tell him is going to be Every day he talks to the media. He does radio shows. He does pregame, postgame. Would you tell him the opposite from a strategy standpoint? Like, let's say Dak Prescott was completely ready to go, but you say, Jerry, it's... Uh, oh, no, you could never get caught in a lie. To, but you using your own owner to put out things that No, are, I would just tell him. Or you ask Jerry, say, hey, Jerry, he's ready to go, but can you go out there and say it doesn't look good? Just like that, doesn't no, look good. No, I don't think Mike McCarthy could say. Mike McCarthy couldn't go down look good. No, I don't think he can. He, I don't know if he has that accent. <laughs> you know, Mike Mike McCarthy sounds a little bit like Lip. You know, he's just like more like that. Like he's always eating a sandwich. Yeah, he's always got just a little bit of a sandwich left in there. You know, Jack's he's not a hundred percent. Yes, he. You think uh, Jerry Jones today more concerned about Dak's hand or Daniel Snyder? Dak's hand. You do? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Big article, you know, ESPN about Daniel Snyder. Long, long, well-researched. Uh, great reporting there. Great reporters on this. But I don't know what's going to happen. But that that's kind of like the uh, what has me so intrigued by it all is the possibility of what could happen. I mean, if Daniel Snyder does have all of this dirt on all these people and he's clearly being backed into a corner with all these lawsuits and allegations and all of this crap, is he just going to burn the whole league to the ground? I don't know. I don't know either, I don't know. but damn it, it feels like he could. I know. I know. That that he's hired private private investigators to investigate other owners and even the commissioner. He's got dirt on everybody. Let's just follow these threads in this story all the way and just let's just imagine for a second every one of them is a hundred percent true. Yeah. Right? And he does yeah. have private investigators digging up dirt on all the owners and the commissioner. Holy smokes, dude. Yeah, you know. What? And now the guy's you know. being threatened, you know, with lawsuits and all of this stuff. They're trying to take his team away. I mean, the possibilities there are Fascinating. Holy I'm going. Holy. I'm taking some people with me. That mentality. <laughs> no, and that's what it feels like yeah. with Daniel Snyder. It's like, all right, you're going to take my team away. Uh, I'm going to take away something from you guys. And are you going to take down anybody, or are you just going to public, publicly embarrass them? <laughs> yes, Mark. Man, this is like the NFL version of New Jack City. Wesley Snipes' character, he's like, I'm snitching on everybody. If I'm going to jail, <laughs> y'all all going to jail. This is bigger than Nino Brown. No, this is about succession, the show on HBO. If if they wanted to do a football version of this, a sports version, this is what you could have because Daniel Snyder, uh, I mean, there's there's a lot that could be in play here, and it does make more sense when you go, why haven't you guys started the process to vote him out? The commissioner says in front of Congress, um, hey, I, I don't have the authority to oust him. Do you have the authority to begin the process here? 
And if you if you get 24 owners who sign up and go, yeah, all in favor say aye. Aye. <laughs> all opposed? Nay. If you got Jerry Jones over there going, nay. Yes, Todd. And Daniel Snyder's alleged threats on what he may or may not have in these people. What is his poker face like? Is he holding a pair of threes? Does he have four aces? Curious to well, see. Well, he didn't like, do any interviews. I think we did one interview with him. When he bought the team. Yeah. They brought him up to Bristol, and he was really nice to us. Came to ESPN. That, that's his genius, is not tripping over his own words. And I wouldn't say genius, but yeah, I, wouldn't go I would say that, that is his long-term strategy. I'm not going to take myself down. Yeah. yeah. If they ever made a show about, uh, mm-hmm. about this, it'd be called Suck Session, this, the Washington oh, football story. Okay, okay. Suck Session. All right. All right. Yes, yes. Remember how the sports world basically lost its mind over Tom Brady's text messages. He's looking for a pool cover. Oh, my God. We led with that for like three straight days. That Could you imagine if all of this dirt starts coming out about owners that this dude has dug up? It'd be crazy. It would be crazy. Nobody wants it, but is it inevitable that uh, this is where we're headed? Because, I mean, Washington is an embarrassment, not just in the NFL and all the sports and Daniel Snyder's still holding on there, and you keep going, how is this possible? But it is because maybe everybody's looking around going, do you, do you want to vote? Yeah, I don't know. Do you? I don't know. But they all know, and there's a quote that, you know, Daniel Snyder talks about how, uh, you know, they everybody's all together, you know. But they, they, they all hate each other. They're all together. And then one of the own, owners said, Hey, no, no, we all hate him. It's not, you know, we all hate one another. No, 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 we all hate Daniel Snyder. But until you have, there, there's no smoking gun in this article. And that's that's what I'm waiting for. You got something? Great. Let me hear. Uh, Sean McVay says the Rams have not made their last offer to Odell Beckham Jr. the third. Beckham tweeted out, He said, uh, L.A. knows where I wanted to be, but they didn't offer me anything, in capital letters. So I don't know what people want me to do. I definitely know my worth, and what the offer was isn't reflective of that. So it's it's tough to say that I can come on back, even though I thought I'd finally found that home. Okay. Sean McVay said this isn't their final offer. This is what I think is happening here. What if the Rams aren't good this year? What if they're not playoff eligible? Why would I spend money on Odell Beckham? And I think that's what's happening here. I think the Rams are just taking a wait and see. When is he going to be healthy to come back? Is it another month before he comes back? Are they talking November for him to come back from his knee surgery? And if that's the case... Do I want to wait maybe three or four more games and then we decide? I'm going to guess Green Bay would be curious. Uh, Buffalo, Tampa Bay would be a place. Dallas would be a place. But I think he's going to have – he's not going back to the Giants, even though they're they're still (laughs) playoff eligible. I don't know if he's going – you know what? Let me go back there. Full circle. Danny Dimes. OBJ wants to go where, okay, I'm going to put up some good numbers here. I don't think you're going to get that with the Giants. Uh, 
The other ones? Yeah. And and Aaron Rodgers has openly flirted with OBJ to have him come back. By the way, I walked in today and I had my Green Bay Packers, Aaron Rodgers, ayahuasca for lovers shirt on. And look over, Seton's got the same T-shirt on. So I think we're on the same kind of page, manifesting. This is really written in the stars. We're on wavelength. I'm putting out positive vibes here. We're cosmically linked now forever, Dan. I'm going to have some positive vibes. I don't put them out here. Because what you put out, you get back into the world. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. It's equal to the love you make. Make is the love you take. Yeah, something like that. Make. Yes, yes, yes. So you have uh, baseball uh, last night. You had uh, the Padres over the Dodgers, all solo home runs in there. Braves shut out the Phillies. Uh, both those series tied at a game apiece. Uh, Mariners at the Astros today, Guardians at the Yankees, Commanders at the Bears. Spent a little bit of time, first hour, maybe too much time, talking about my OCD, my tick that I have, and uh, I it's like, Half a mania or something like that. Paulie said he found out uh, what it was. I like to touch things. I like it in order. If a picture, I can. I walked into a home where it's somebody I'm just meeting, and I'll go. That's that's uh, that's crooked, and they look at you like, what is wrong with you? But I do this in the man cave. I have so many items in here, but I'm always looking, going, ah, that could be straightened out a little bit. Yes, Paul. Heard back from a psychologist. And he said, without diagnosing your case specifically, okay. but he said garden variety, he said, um, it's, if it's simple as like preferring order, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Not being able to handle when it's not in order, that's when it can become a problem. Okay. He said, the number one reason for someone who has this, if you call it an affliction, yeah. is, this is from the psychologist, it probably streams from needing order in a larger household as a child that had a lot of disorder. Uh, that created some level of anxiety as a child that has been reinforced over time. Mm-hmm. Most likely goes back to your childhood of mm-hmm. a household without order, and you didn't like it. You're out of order! Which is kind of what we were saying. Yeah. So that's the, he said that's the general assumption with a case like that. Okay. But I would get my Sports Illustrated. They all had to be stacked perfectly. My Respect. sport magazines, my, my sporting news, they all had to be stacked perfectly. If somebody messed with my albums that they were out of order, that bothered me. And even now, I got all these helmets in here, jerseys. I got basketballs here, footballs here. And I can always tell when somebody, like, picks it up and they want to play with the football and then I, they put it back down and then they don't put it down correctly. And I'm like, no, come on. Yeah, Paul. But the problem is you have a studio where when people come here, especially the first time, that's all they want to do is touch stuff. Hey, there's uh, maybe they've got a problem. There's Kelly Slater's surfboard. I'd love to look at that. And they move it just three inches to I look know. at the signature. I know. Hey, there's Tony Hawk's skateboard that he used in the X Games. I would love to put that down and play with it. All right. Yes, Tony. You think we all need to be fingerprinted so there's some kind of record so that you can immediately trace who moved the basketball like one millimeter to the left? Just, just a thought. Why does everything have to be a joke? Tony? It's not a joke. This way, you know who did it. Everyone's like, I don't know. I didn't touch it. I didn't touch it. Like, and then oh, yeah, what well, happens? Here it is. And then what happens? Can I fire? What kind of punishment? Then I can fire somebody. Thirty pies to the face and water balloons. Once again, everything's <laughs> a, joke a joke to you. That one was a little... millimeter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See? That's why I have as many cameras as I have, Todd. I watch everything. I know you do. I see everything. I think the OCD stuff is also about being a perfectionist, a control freak. There's other things besides that. When you were six years old, there was a bunch of chaos in the house. 
Yeah, I didn't grow up with chaos. It was just six kids in a house. That sounds chaotic. <laughs> well, all right. So you wouldn't know if you grew up in chaos because it's the only way that you know growing up. Six kids, four bedrooms. Yeah. It's uh, like that thing like where you think you grew up normal because like that's the way you grew up, yeah. and then you get to be an adult and you find out it's not normal. You're like, oh, who knew? <laughs> I didn't know that. I thought it was normal. Well, that happened on Christmas. <laughs> I thought, okay, everybody got three gifts. That was it. And then I go down the street to the Wolf family, and I walked in. You couldn't walk in because the entire floor was covered. And I went, oh, my God, this is a, to- a toy store uh, in here. And I was like, and it hit me so hard. I'm like, oh, my God, so that's what you get on Christmas? Yeah, Paul. See, it's right, though. It's what you think is normal. We had a family growing up called the Callahans. They had nine kids. I would come home from their house. I'd be like, I just need some quiet. It was so wild over there. Everyone's punching each other. They're spilling milk and they're ripping things. I'm like, the Callahans are crazy. And I'd run home. I'm like, calmness. Uh, the uh, Todd birthday sale, sort of. The uh, Todd's limerick greeting cards at danpatrick.com are 50% off. We have game day backyard barbecue candles. Those candles are awesome. They are great. Penny's Bang Biscuits. We have Penny's Bang Jerky as well. All restocked at danpatrick.com. We'll get to phone calls coming up. And uh, we'll talk about the college football weekend. Don't know if Bryce Young's going to play against Tennessee. When's the last time Tennessee had a game this big, this important, at home? Uh, the great Brent Musburger set to join us coming up right after this Dan Patrick Show. Discover, a message brought to you by Discover. Did you know that you could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection? That's the latest innovation from Discover. Discover will help regularly remove your personal information, like your name and address, from 10 popular people search websites. That could be selling your data, and they'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms, learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection. That's Discover. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, 
Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Football coming up Sunday night on Peacock and NBC. Eagles and the Cowboys. Will Dak Prescott play? How much of a line change would that be with Dak Prescott? Didn't we ask Vegas or DraftKings, like if you were going to look at one quarterback, what would the impact be on the betting line? Yeah, Paul. We did that a couple years ago, and the biggest ones were Tom Brady when he had a subpar uh, backup quarterback, and it was upwards of six to seven points. Yeah. I wonder what it would be for Dak Prescott if he does play. We could find that. Okay, see what you can do there. Brent Musburger, Hall of Famer, and uh, he's got a pregame anchor gig. Oh, he's back. Back the countdown to kickoff with Brent Musburger and uh, every Sunday from noon till 1 Eastern on Vizen, the uh, sports betting network. He joins us now. Hi, Brent. How are you? I'm good. I'm good, Dan. How you been, my good But Look, are you selling all that stuff that's in front of you there at the desk? Is that what you're doing now? No, no, no. Those are just uh, tchotchkes. I, I collect. D- did you collect all the years that you covered sports? Any interesting memorabilia? Yeah, if you go up into a uh, storage bin up in Montana, you can find things like Catholics versus the convicts. Uh, that was 88. Uh, a young Notre Dame student. I, I think he got kicked out of school for it, Dan. But it was a big, big time meeting. Jimmy Johnson was coaching the Canes. Lou Holtz was coaching the Fighting Irish. And uh, it was a meeting for the number one 
ranking in the country. And this young man had these T-shirts printed, and he gave it to me. It just broke me up before the game. Now, I had taped an opening to that game, but I had to redo it because uh, the Canes and the Irish got into a fist yeah. fight in the after they left and they changed uh, how they came on the field after that. So, you know, things like that, lot, lots of great memories. There's a few, Oh, by the way, I do have from the fifties, a Mickey Mantle baseball card, the tops. It's Ooh. not, it's not an a one condition, but it's in pretty good condition. I have almost the entire first set of tops baseball cards. My, my mother did not throw them out. They were in the basement, and what, so I found them. What do you think that's worth? Well, what the last one sell for, Dan? It went, it went for a good dollar. I know that. A few so, million, right? Yeah, yeah. I, like I said, it's you know the uh, the ones that are ranked at ten, they're centered directly on the card. This one of Mickey is over just a little bit, so that the border hmm. is not perfect on both sides. So that would. Uh, that would hurt the uh, the value of it a little bit because I know what they're looking for. So it's not you – know, I wouldn't rank it at 10. I might rank it at seven and a half, something like that. Yeah. Do you still have your CBS blazer when you guys did the NFL today? Oh, yeah. I've got it somewhere tucked away. Uh, sure. You know, they didn't you, – you know the logo that now that they all wear and they've worn for years? We didn't have that uh, back in the day. Okay. Okay. I think maybe NBC might have started the Blazers first. I, no, probably ABC. Now that I think of it, Rune Arledge probably uh, started the Blazers ahead of. Ahead but of how much competition was there back in the day when when CBS did their pregame show and NBC with Brian Gumble did theirs? How how competitive were you two? Fierce. Really? I mean, I you know, we battled for battled for viewers every week. Uh, both of us very competitive and uh you know we've been friends through the years uh it wasn't certainly wasn't personal but um the the big thing about the nfl today damn back in that day was the fact that the nfc east and the chicago bears and the then los angeles rams before they moved to st louis they were all good teams so we had the major markets we we dominated then because of the NFC. Things have flipped, obviously. And they flip depending on the quarterbacks that you have in uh, in each given conference. But the Dallas Cowboys, the New York Giants, then the Washington Redskins, George Allen was down there. I mean, great, great games. Uh, Dick Vermeil took over the Philadelphia Eagles and made them relevant. Uh, you had the running of the Bears in the mid-'80s. Uh, with Refrigerator Perry in there, Jim McMahon, Walter Payton, and all that. So so we dominated during that time. But it, it wasn't so much us or the pregame as it was the games we were leading into. It's kind of an interesting story at CBS. Um, a lot of people don't realize 60 Minutes had failed midweek, and they sort of shoved it into Sunday uh, just to have a place for it. But it was the NFL, especially, especially the Dallas Cowboys that turned that program around. We were under orders to get out as quickly as we could with the second game of the doubleheader. And we had a producer by the name of Chuck Milton who always did the key game. And if you go back and look at the time frames, he would always run it a little past 7 o'clock in the East. And coming up next on CBS, 60 Minutes. 
we dumped huge audiences into the show and they took it from there. Uh, Mike Wallace and the gang took it from there. And so uh, I always said the NFLs are what made uh, 60 minutes um, must must view television back in the day. And of course, you got to remember, we only had the major networks back in the day. Um, NPR was in was in we didn't have any cable. I mean, ESPN was born while the NFL today was uh, was up on the air. And so, you know, we had more of an exclusivity back in the day, but it was, it, it was great. It was great fun. And I couldn't help but think of Pat Summerall with Angela Lansbury dying, you know, with the show Murder, she wrote. And the fact that he would do it and, and extend that pause because there's a comma, and it felt like he, he wanted yes. to do that to crack up John Madden, but he would be, and coming up, Murder, she wrote. And Madden got the biggest kick out of that when Pat would do that. Yeah, you know, that's an interesting story, too, because we had a big production meeting. Uh, Van Gordon Sauter was in the head of uh, head of CBS Sports, and there was actually a debate as to who John Madden was going to work with. Now, there is an answer who never gets any credit, long forgotten, but Madden's first partner was Gary Bender. And and Gary Bender was one of the most generous announcers of all time. NBA and announcer, really, too. Yeah, he really taught John how to handle a booth and the monitors and everything. And then it became the debate was between Pat Summerall or Vince Scully, okay? And, and about half of the people in that meeting, including Van, were pushing for Scully to be Madden's partner. But what won out was the feeling, and it was accurate, that with Summerall, Madden would have more room, that uh, uh, Pat was more succinct, uh, whereas Vinny, with his eloquent way, would occupy more of the broadcast time. And I, I, I think that was correct. I think it was a it was a win-win. Summerall had been working with Tom Brookshire, and, uh, and they were fun together, too. Yeah. I mean, it was, Obviously, Brookie was was more of a character, and then John came along, and uh, and it was a perfect pairing. And uh, Scully's Scully's last game uh, for CBF Dan was with um, Hank Stram, was the analyst, and it was Dwight Clark with the touchdown catch that beat the Cowboys in the playoffs in uh, in San Francisco. That was that was Scully's last football call uh, for CBS. So he went out with a he went out with a great game. We're talking to Brent Musburger. You have these characters like Dick Vitale. You wouldn't think that would be somebody who would be transcendent, that he would last for decades. Uh, even Chris Berman, John Madden. It's how do you explain these certain characters where you wouldn't put them in and go, yeah, right out of central casting, they work. Why do they work? They're genuine. Um, they're different. Uh, they're loud. You cannot ignore them as they uh, as they go forward. Uh, what was it? The fastest three minutes in the yeah. NFL night. I was listening, and, and I said, "Is my buddy Chris is still grinding it away?" Uh, Howard Cosell, uh, another one of yes. those characters. But I think that the most important thing about all of them, they're genuine. I you know, did you know Cosell that well? Oh, I knew him. Yeah, I, I really knew Howard. Um, he was he was a character. 
he became insufferable later. Okay, to tell you the truth, if you were on one side of the street of Manhattan and you saw you stay on the other side of the street, okay, man. but at his peak, okay, people don't realize that he started in broadcasting. He was little league baseball coach, and they were just looking for somebody to do a radio show, and 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 Howard did it. But um, I'll never forget Kurt Gowdy, the old cowboy. He and he and Howard were uh, were out drinking and. Uh, and Gowdy was another good friend who told me the story. And one thing led to another. And uh, suddenly it was dawn in, in uh, Manhattan. And and Howard had to do his uh, radio show. Come with me, cowboy. I'll show you how you do a radio show. <laughs> Howard's condo complex. And up they go in the elevator. Kurt said, and there was a New York Times back in the day. They delivered newspapers. You know, they put them right outside the door. And there was the New York Times. And uh, Howard grabbed it. Went in, went into the condo, and it was a closet, as Kurt said, right, right there to the left. And he opened the door, and he rummaging through shoes and everything, and he pulled the microphone out, and and there was a telephone there and a connection with the studio. This is Howard Cosell speaking <laughs> of sports. At the New York Times, there, I think the NBA season was probably on, and he went through the New York Knicks and a game that night and everything, and. This is Howard Cosell signing off until tomorrow. He slams it down, shows over, and he said, that cowboy, that cowboy, that is how you do reading. <laughs> and he said it just it, it broke him up forevermore. Uh, Cosell was an unbelievable talent, um, and he could do it right to the second, ad lib, and, and then end it. I, and he loved putting on a show. I had my wife, Arlene, we, we were to, well, actually, Rune was trying to hire me at ABC, so we went to a Monday night game at uh, down in, in Miami, Little Orange Bowl, and Howard came in and he had not met Arlene, so he gets into a conversation and uh, you know he's putting me down and he's talking to Arlene and he's going and the stage manager's yelling at Howard, Howard, we're on the air in thirty seconds, you know, and so I, and he walks and opens up. Uh, he was a genius, and um, it it. You know, the first night, uh, Pete Rosell told me that um, at least a half dozen owners after that opening Monday night game between the Jets and the Cleveland Browns on ABC, at least a half dozen, called the league office and demanded that Rosell get rid of Cosell for the broadcast. And so Rosell told me he he called Rune Arledge to have a conversation with him. And he said it was Rune who convinced him under no circumstance would he change. Uh, Howard was there to stay. And Pete, your job is to tell the owners. And Pete sided with with Rune in that and, and went back to the owners and said, we think he's going to be good for us. And, and the rest is history. I mean, Howard brought in record audiences. He was the first one. You know, the halftime highlights were, were really relevant back in the day because you didn't see every game. And you were so thrilled if he did your team, you know. Oh yeah, well, you you got upset if he didn't. Yeah, he tried. people were upset with Howard. He didn't, <laughs> he didn't show um, the uh, countdown to kick off with Brent Musburger. So each Sunday from noon until one Eastern. So uh, what's special about this show that you're going to do? Well, you know what's interesting is because Dan and you and I have talked about the legalization of gambling across the country, and VSIN actually preceded the Supreme Court ruling which opened it up and now 
Um, we've got upwards of 40 states where it's going to be legal. I think Ohio legalizes the first year. I think somebody told me, but at any rate, uh, it's an enormous part. All you have to do is watch an NFL game now. And and you see the ads from DraftKings in particular. They have DraftKings, of course, bought VSIN. So in effect, we work for DraftKings now. And you can see the amount of advertising they do up on the game. So, but in that last hour, in the, in the countdown to kickoff on VSIN, the last hour before they kick it off, millions and millions of dollars uh, change hands in the legalized betting markets. So those numbers, those numbers are changing. And you know, we, we come up with relevant statistics, for example, in the first part of the season, that people like to bet over-unders. You know, they prefer to bet the over. That's a little bit more fun. But in divisional games, the unders hit at a dramatic rate. I mean, it was it was make money time if, if you were a, a better who followed things like that. So we do that. There's also always a couple of injuries, always a couple of injuries that you've got to keep an eye on. And then just like we did with the NFL today, there's weather. We had wind in a couple of places. And, and you know, wind is more important than actually rain, snow, things like that, because it affects a passing game uh, when you go into that wind. So those are the things that are relevant. And we talk to people. Uh, Michael Gunn runs at South Point. We get the updated odds down there. Derek Stevens opened up this unbelievable sports book here at Circa at the other end of town. So, so we talk to their people and their bookmakers and, and, and try to pass along relevant information. Now, I don't – listen, I, and I've said this to you many, many times. Youngsters in particular, be careful. If you think you're coming in and you're going to regularly beat these numbers, forget about it. It's not going to happen, okay? But if you want to have a little fun, you got a little extra cash to put out there on a ball game, uh, Go ahead, and, go ahead and go for it. But don't think that you're going to make your living betting the National Football League. I mean, these bookies, these numbers are very, very tough. I'll leave you with this. How warm is the seat for Josh McDaniels in Vegas? Well, warmer than anybody expected, okay? Uh, one in four. And there were some questionable decisions. I had been to one game. I went, I went in person and watched the Denver game, okay? And I thought he handled the sideline very, very well. I had good seats, and I could watch down below, and I thought it was a very good performance, and that's the game they won. But I thought he made some strange decisions on, on Monday night. Now, I don't mind anybody going for two, especially when you're on the road to take the lead. But when I see four minutes and 30 seconds up there, I'm not sure what you gain. Even if you're one point ahead, you've given arguably one of the two best quarterbacks in the league, Patrick Mahomes, an awful lot of time to get down there and, and score again and regain the lead. Now, if you're down, if you're down to a minute, minute 30, and you've scored that touchdown and you're on the road and you're an underdog, go for it. And then he came down the field late. He got the ball back, and it was unfortunate that Devontae Adams didn't get the second foot down. But then, Dan, they had a, a fourth and very, very short, and he had already gambled once going along for a touchdown in the first quarter. And he threw it deep again, and I thought, wait a minute, you know, Josh Jacobs, am I missing something? Jacobs is having a really good night. Yeah. And they had run a play against Denver where they lined Jacobs up as the fullback and brought in a different running back at the tail. And the defensive line obviously thinks that Jacobs is coming straight ahead. And then they pitched to the rookie from Georgia White, and he ran for an easy first down. I, I, I just thought it was strange. Now, I – now, now, having said that, the game that I watched in person, I, I was impressed. Uh, 
the offensive line coaches, not they're not good talent wise across the line, but the offensive line coach is doing a good job. Okay. He he mixes and matches and he uses his rookie uh more in the second half than he does in the first. He does good. A defense defense needs a needs a lot of work. This is not a uh this is not a contender for the Super Bowl. Uh the schedule gets a little bit easier after this week, which is a bye week. They could climb back into uh, a chance to get into the playoffs. But um, Mark Davis is very impatient. Uh, he inherited that from his father. But, and I know after they went 0-3, he had a long meeting, kept him on the press and that. So I, I, I don't know. As far as the fan base is concerned, uh, you know, they're willing to give him some time, Dan. I, I think, but, but I must say Monday night, I thought there were some strange decisions. Good luck with the show. It's always great to talk to you. Uh, Keep in touch. Thank you, Brent. Great. Keep that collection going. I will. That's uh, Brent Musburger, Hall of Famer, and uh, the Sports Betting Network announcing Countdown to Kickoff with Brent Musburger. That'll be every Sunday from noon until 1 Eastern. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We got your phone calls. Chris Collinsworth will preview Cowboys-Eagles coming up next hour. Back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. What do you get when you combine a three-time manager of the year and a three-time national sports writer of the year? It's the Book of Joe podcast. Hey, this is Tom Verducci from Fox Sports, MLB Network, and Sports Illustrated. And I'm Joe Madden, and we're going to be around to talk a little bit about managerial decisions, playoff games, and what may have occurred in the dugout maybe in the 1980s. I can't wait for this, Joe. We're going to dive into what goes on in the dugout and behind the scenes in Major League Baseball. Cars, wine, whatever else we want to talk about. Listen to the Book Joe podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. 
Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading card to the Dan Patrick Show. Carson Wentz and Justin Fields will throw for over 400 passing yards combined. You can bet on that tonight if you want to. Anybody? I mean, come on. 200 yards for each? Anybody signing up for that? Over 400 yards combined. Over under is uh, 38. And uh, the over under, okay, here's something for you. This is how evenly matched the commanders and the bears are, which is embarrassing for the commanders. Over under right now for both of these teams is the same number. Five and a half wins. Yikes. Yikes. Now, I was correct last time I brought this up to you. The person who was the favorite to score the first touchdown in the Raiders game, and it was Devontae Adams. And it was Devontae Adams with the first touchdown. Who who has the best odds to score a touchdown tonight? Todd? I'm going to say Justin Fields is going to run one in. Okay. Justin Fields is third on the list. Paulie, being a Bears fan? Terry McLaurin, the wide receiver. He is second on the list. Anybody else want to guess? Because you're probably not aware of this person. David Montgomery. He is your favorite. There you go. Yeah. Then Terry McLaurin, Justin Fields, Brian Robinson, Jr., the third. Curtis Samuel and Antonio Gibson. A couple of phone calls in here. Uh, Candace in California. Hi, Candace. What's on your mind today? Hi, Dan. Hi, Candace. Hi, Danette. This is the first time, long time. 
to this museum and and there is the david as soon as you walk in and i just and my wife goes no no she i don't say anything she already knows she goes no 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 i go what she goes do not do not touch that there's ropes around it and i thought it was just there and it's uh and i did and then we got yelled at yeah paul do ropes and signs make you want to touch something more like if by being told you you're not supposed to do it, does it make you do it? Want to do it more? I don't know if it's that. I don't know if I'm like, hey, you know, nobody tells me what to do, or I'm going to break the rules or anything. It's just, it, it, if you look up the D'Orsay, is the is the Mona Lisa or Whistler's mother in the D'Orsay? Because I think I might have adjusted or touched the picture frame there. Of course, you did. Yeah, is is the there's Van Gogh's in there? Yeah, Van Gogh, as we like to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, is there Claude Monet in there? No, I'm sure you adjusted that. No, I did not. You know, like the flowers, <laughs> the way the flowers are looking at you. Current location of Whistler's mother, Dan. Yes, probably in the cemetery. Dior say. <laughs> yes. Yes. So I in Paris. I got close to Whistler's mother. I got really close to her. Whoa! Hey <laughs> there. What's and up, baby? Uh, I'll tell you, uh, you know, she heard the voice and she started uh, whistling. <laughs> Was that Farmer in the Dell? Yeah. Hi ho, the merry o, the farmer's in the dell. Yeah, it's uh, it's a bit, but it does it 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 gets me. But if you appreciate art, why would you why would you want to do that? I don't know. It's like cars. Paulie was with me when we were at the Chicago NASCAR race. Fascinating. And Jimmy Johnson's car is there, and his spoiler is right there, and I'm touching the spoiler on his car before he's racing. And his crew chief? Chad Knauss looked at you like you were uh, an attacker. He was going to kill me. He was going to kill me. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, the, look at this spoiler here. How about six million going, don't do that, Dan. Don't do that. Dan. I'm spoiling the spoiler. Chris Collinsworth will preview Cowboys and Eagles. Coming up. 
One more item. We close out hour two. We all have different ideas about success. We achieve it at different times in different ways. Now, if you've recently changed jobs, maybe you're thinking about retirement. You have to think about your own version of success and striving to reach your goals. And maybe it's time to start thinking about investment portfolios and retirement accounts. Retirement's a big deal. You don't want to do it alone and you can't afford to make mistakes. And you don't have to do either because over 130 years, Stiefel Financial Advisors have helped clients just like you create personalized retirement retirement plans, understanding the many options for claiming Social Security, and implementing an investment portfolio that's designed around your needs. You also have access to Stiefel's award-winning equity research and investment strategy views. That helps you make informed decisions regarding your hard-earned wealth. Invest in your success. Find a Stiefel financial advisor at Stiefel.com, S-T-I-F-E-L.com, Stiefel Nicholas and Company Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 